Hello, this is Lisa Russick with the podcast, We Are All Psychic. Yes, I still think we're all psychic. Today is uh, July 14th, 2022. It is 3.28 p.m. Central Time. It's a Thursday. Last night, we had a full moon in Capricorn, and it was very bright. It was our super moon of the year that was the biggest. And uh, today, I thought I'd let you know where we've been. I know we usually post a lot more often, and sometimes we drop off, and then you know, we just dropped off. We have one recent podcast we with Courtney. I, if you haven't heard it, we really enjoyed doing that one. It was a tough one to do. Misty uh, went to visit her daughter in Colorado. Oh, it looked beautiful, the pictures. And she has a very interesting podcast idea that we're going to work on and hopefully get to about the airport in she was stuck at for a few days. So, um, and I have been having health issues. And ever since I had COVID, I've had a lot of uh, underlying condition problems coming back up. And... Um, uh, the fatigue's pretty bad still. Not, nothing like it was right after I had COVID, but I'm still pretty tired a lot. Um, but the last uh, week or two, um, I, I couldn't organize my thoughts. I, I had pain and stuff, you know, but uh, I just started a treatment with a chiropractic office in nearby in a nearby town. And it's helping so much. It's a holistic place and then they treat the whole body. And I like how this doctor approaches everything. And so far it's working pretty well because what? I'm doing a podcast, right? Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. Ow! Uh, this podcast, uh, I'm just doing by myself. I was thinking, you know, uh, one of my clients was talking about this, and I, I often have to explain my point of view about why sometimes predictions don't come true um, at all. Like, they're, they're about someone else, or something doesn't work right, something's not right. And in the end, nothing predicted comes to be or something big predicted doesn't come to be. So I think every reader has a different perspective on this or everybody who does any kind of divination work might have a different perspective on this. I'll talk about some basic ones. A lot of us, I believe free will, you know, people, animals, nature, all the energies, um, we have free will and the energies all work together. Sometimes there's a plan, it seems like. I mean, it gets really, but maybe I'll hold off on the philosophical ideas behind why predictions don't come to be until the end. What I usually will tell clients is that free will, you know, something can come up and change. Well, what I see during a reading at the moment of the reading is the most likely outcome at that time. Um, but I can also see options on how to change things. And sometimes I get confused as to whose energy I'm reading. Cause sometimes, for example, I mean, I'm not a, a pro. So, you know, let's say you're a new listener and you haven't listened to this podcast. Um, or you don't know anything about psychic readings or divination, maybe never had one and you're just curious. And this, this would be the one you'd want to listen to. Well, well, they don't come true. They, why? Um, I will tell anyone, you know, you have free will. You may change your actions as well just because of this reading. And you know, that's what the magician card in the tarot, in my opinion, is about. Um, going to a tarot reader or to a psychic or a, any kind of healer in the metaphysical arts, the goal is to change something. The goal, 
at, when I go for a reading is to understand something so I can make adjustments in my life accordingly, get some insight that I didn't know. Maybe a prediction, yeah, that helps. It, if it doesn't come true, I uh, don't think too much about it unless it's like a really huge freaking prediction, you know, like what? And um, I do, this will stay in my head and I've had some of those and they come to be two or three years later and I'm like, one came to be 10 years later. That one was crazy. One came to be seven years, no, six years later after the prediction. So it, it, it from me, from readers, uh, big, huge ones. So <laughs> I know you want to know what those big, huge ones were, right? Right, right. Well, the first one was from my friend Roxanne. I think I've talked about it before um, in the palmistry, maybe uh, in the palmistry podcast, maybe. But she gave me a reading, a palmistry reading that said I would not have children with the husband I was with. That was my first husband. She, we were all friends. Um, he didn't hear the reading. But I just listened and she said, uh, I kind of, you know, I didn't tell her this, but I kind of had a feeling it was headed that way anyway. At the time, even though it was probably about three years into our marriage and we ended it at five. But she told me I would not have children with him. That's how she put it. And like, you know, every readers all have different ways of phrasing things. So I took that to mean this relationship doesn't work out because then she immediately followed it with, this is another reason <laughs> that I would marry someone with two children. And she, she, she kind of hesitated. She said, one and two children. And then she said, he will leave you. And um, so that happened in probably 2000. Five and 2008, I came back here to Alabama from Phoenix, where Roxanne gave me that prediction. I married a man with two children, and one was his stepson, and one was his biological son. And then I married him, and then they were my children. So, or you know, my step my stepchildren. So, um, the other prediction was a reader in Huntsville on Jordan Lane. Oh, well, let me get back to that other reading. She said he would leave you, but he didn't. And I know why she said that, because in my palm, it says he will. But, you know, in my spirit and in my soul, you know, deep down, I think he did leave. And that's why it didn't work out. I think he fell out of love a long time before I realized it. <laughs> um, and maybe he hadn't realized it either. Who knows? I mean, you know, this is where divination for yourself gets really confusing. I didn't see any of it coming. This woman on Jordan Lane, this will get back to her, is in Huntsville. She uh, had a psychic reading shop with, yeah, I think she had the, you know, the neon sign with the palm on it. It was really cool. I always wanted to go there. I was always terrified. I was always terrified to go for a psychic reading. I don't know why. But uh, at that time, uh, my now ex-husband met her and told her I worked for a phone line and she said, oh, send her down here and we traded readings and it went really well. I may have talked about that before, but the prediction she gave me as I was walking out the door was that my husband would die at 46 and I would have a third. She didn't say husband. I don't know if she said husband, but there's a third is what she said. And she said, you will care if I see you caring for him when he's sick. So some of this prediction came true and some of it didn't. My husband didn't die at 46, but our marriage ended. Um, and I have a boyfriend now and he was very sick with COVID. And I did, you know, the first day he was really sick and I wasn't. So I was over there with the washcloth, you know, keeping him cooled down. I knew I had it already because I'd been with him 
uh, constantly, <laughs> or, you know, constantly, but, you know, I'd seen him every day, every other day. We'd been on the trip before, or the week before, we both had symptoms, and nobody else we knew had any symptoms. So, um, eh, I'm going on tangents, but I guess that's what makes a conversation one-sided. <laughs> yeah, so it's so much more fun when Misty is here. <laughs> So those were some predictions that didn't come to be for me, but they did in other big ways when you look back. Uh, and when I put them together with now, I can see that these people saw significant changes and um, especially just so, some details that Roxanne had, two children, you know, two sons, I think she said. And um, it's years and years and years later. And at another time, a friend of mine, Bunny, she's been on the podcast. She gave a prediction that came true a year later that was totally, when she predicted it, I was like, I, no, I think it was two years. I don't want to get into that right now, but that was a crazy one because I was in a totally different place in my life. And then two years later, when it happened, I was like, whoa, Bunny, Bunny. And I told her, <laughs> you know, I did. She was surprised. She didn't remember, it, I don't think, um, the reading. So why do things not come true sometimes? Um, first of all, I'll talk about giving readings to myself. I block myself every which way. It depends on what mindset I'm in, really how I'm going to read the cards. I've done this little exercise with Missy where we will lay out tarot cards and say, okay, take these same exact tarot cards and read it as though you are reading so-and-so's cards. Let's say... John, Johnny B. Good's cards. And uh, so she'll read them and Johnny B. Good has the same cards as the next person I say. I say, now you did Johnny B. Good. Uh, you know, now let's do uh, Man in the Mirror. So Man in the Mirror comes up with these same exact cards and has a totally different story than Johnny B. Good. So Man in the Mirror and Johnny B. Good are two different people, two different lives, two different situations. And she could read them. I'm using these as examples of real people because <laughs> we spy all the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, we don't, that's the thing. We don't know. Um, we don't always know. It's really hard to do a reading for me when my emotions are there and my friend's emotions are there. But it's really cool to do that exercise and see the cards from different perspectives, the same exact cards and reading them and getting stuff out of them. Um, so your perspective really matters and whose perspective you're reading from really matters. And when you're doing divination, the reason you're doing divination really matters. So a lot of times when I'm reading for myself, it's not just, uh, I just kind of want to see what might be coming up. I mean, I will do that now more because I should get something out of that. But if I'm really looking to find, uh, uh, what does he think? What is he feeling? What does she think? What is she feeling, you know, about in my life? What's, what are they thinking? What are they feeling? I can't get clear on it because of my perspective. I'm too close to it, maybe. And my predictions are usually, for myself, not at all correct. <laughs> at all. At all. Or I, I don't read the cards correctly. That's why I think. Because I'm not objective at all. So it helps to have objectivity. Also, and it's I've, I found my experience to be that my predictions and the divination will be more likely to come true, come to pass... If I am not invested, is it, if uh, the like a new reading, I'll be more on 
point and as and then as I build and develop a relationship into it, then I get I feel more confident that I really got a good picture and a good image, say, you know, six months to a year into a client relationship. And the clients that I work with, they accept when the predictions don't come to pass, as I've seen, or one of my guides have said. My guides give me dates a lot. Like, you know, they gave me the, you know, like a date. Uh, for me, I had a date given to me. I can't, yeah, I can't give an example right now because like, I can't think of a date. But uh, Morgana, give me a date. She says August 27th. I have no idea what that means, but that's like an example. So she's saying something's going to happen to me on August 27th. You heard it. You heard it first. Or she she said it. We both heard it at the same time, I guess, because I said it as she said it. So um, or all, all of us, <laughs> we both. Uh, it is a one-sided conversation, but I kind of have an audience in my head and it's misty. <laughs> so um, that's what we we were taught in in uh, in college when we were learning how to creatively write in our creative writing classes and poetry classes. Always have an audience in mind. I feel I can be a whole lot more objective with uh, with someone whose energy is open. And but what I mean by that is they come to the reading really genuinely wanting the help and wanting to offer as much information as they can to guide me without feeling vulnerable and saying it. So um, that's for me, the best way to work with a client. And then the predictions are much more likely because their energies are exchanging, they're sharing, they're intermingling. And um, some people come to a reading very afraid or guarded. Maybe they've had bad experiences and that can put the reader's perspective in a strange place. They don't know what they're reading on. They don't know what they're asked, being asked to heal, to look at and explain. The benefit I find in most readings isn't necessarily the predictions, but the understanding your options, understanding my options when I'm stuck, you know, or understanding what the heck is going on in someone's life. It kind of helps for them to have some validation, external points of view. And my readings have improved with age. I will definitely say that not just experience, but with, you know, life experience, having experiences like having children, like uh, divorces, like, you know, broken friendships and great friendships and great loves. And I mean, you know, <laughs> and of course, another reason predictions might not come true is because somebody is a fake. <laughs> we'll just say it. You know, sometimes there's, there's frauds in every, every industry and a psychic is, is a well-known uh, you know, cliche for fraud. Um, but not so much anymore, I think, but it had been for a long time. It makes me happy. It's not so much anymore. <laughs> so those are pretty much for me, the main reasons predictions might not come to be free will, people changing and, you know, the energies of anything involved changing, even the spirits, they're all involved to me that every single thing in this room is alive in some way. I would say they take, they have presence, they have character, my lamps, my candles, my cats, definitely <laughs> my, I'm sitting in my office, my jewelry, my microphone has a lot of character and my, my tech devices always have a lot of character for me. Um, 
And I feel like uh, our feelings are, are very me, me, myself, and I, all three of us, as, <laughs> and uh, you, yourself, and y'all. <laughs> you guys have it too. You have like the creator, master creator energy. We all do. Um, so the point, you know, isn't so much to get the predictions correct, but to be able to make it the way you want it to become, not by force, not by, you know, casting some kind of spell over somebody, you know, it's nothing like that. It's through healing what I need to heal and what this person might want to heal to be able to move forward in their life or my life. Something a reading can really offer is several predictions. If you do this, this can happen. If you try that, that can happen. If you take this step, this is how high you'll go. You know, it's like the options of how many different ways it can go is amazing. Some people think that everything's stamped. This is about get a little philosophical. You know, everything's stamped down like uh, de destiny, you know, things. Personally, I think some things are. I think we come here, we choose everything we do, I feel, before we come here. And when the times arise, we may choose not to do them. We have that's what free will really is to me. We plan out our lives, say, before we come here. And then we live many, we have many options for the way to live our life. My theory, I mean, my theories change a lot, but this one stayed pretty consistent. I think deja vu possibly could be lining up with one of those timelines exactly how it, you had it played out. And you're just told you're on track in one of your, in your stories, you're doing good or bad, or you're doing on track on one of the ideas that you had wanted to heal or learn or something in this life. I do believe in reincarnation. So that might explain it. That why what everything I just said a little better. <laughs> I would like to thank my sponsor Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. I am an advisor on Everclear under the name Lisa P L E E S A P. You can write me through the message portal if you ever want to have a reading. And if you want to be a guest on the podcast, I would love it. Or if you just want to send an email and ask some questions, that's fine too. It's Lisa, L-I-S-A, at wearealllpsychic.com. And um, I hope this short little podcast gave you something to do, something to think about. And um, we'll be back real soon with, uh, I think we have a podcast coming up next week. And, uh, I think it's with an Everclear advisor too. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. It's going to be great. So, uh, that's Tuesday night and maybe, who knows, we might get something done before then, but the way things are going, it's just kind of eight of wands flipping around in, in space energy is unpredictable. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And I love you guys. Have a good day, night, afternoon, morning. Uh, 4.31am. What the heck am I doing awake morning? I'm gonna listen to a podcast. This is for you too. Have a great day. Bye.